Welcome to the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa Ferguson. And I'm Chris Johns. We'd like to welcome you to show number 69. And for any listeners joining us for the first time, our show features things we love at Disney. And in each episode, we have a guest who creates Disney magic for our listeners at home or on their Disney vacation. From vacation planners to product producers, our guests can bring Disney magic into your life. And as a reminder to our listeners, we appreciate if you can take time to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or any other platform where you listen. We always like to give listeners a shout out on future episodes of the Diz Love Podcast. And of course, those ratings and reviews help new listeners find us. So we greatly appreciate all of those. And on today's show, we are going to be joined by Ashley Kraft, who is the author of the unofficial Disney Parks cookbook. I actually got a copy of her cookbook for Christmas, and I love having the chance to make some of our park favorites here at home. So we are really looking forward to sharing all about her book and some new things that will be coming out from her as well. But before then, we have a couple more things that we're going to talk about. You know, and with that... For our friends going to Orlando and to Disney World, you have to have a place to stay. And that's why we recommend you go to OrlandoVacation.com. They've created an exclusive offer just for you to receive 5% off your next booking. Use the code DISLOVE at checkout because whether it be a condo, a pool house, or even a McMansion for the extended family, they have something for everyone on your next trip to Walt Disney World. And again, book online at OrlandoVacation.com or by calling 800 800- 641-4008. And again, that's OrlandoVacation.com. Because if you're going to go to Disney, you have to have a place to stay. And if you're not staying on property, check out our friends at OrlandoVacation.com. They will help you out. Yes. And we are so glad that they have that offer through the end of March. And then as well, you just have to have a two-day min- two minimum stay on that. So it makes it so easy to plan your trip. Now, of course, on today's show, we already mentioned that we're going to be talking about food because we're going to be talking about Ashley's cookbook, but we're going to be talking about one of Chris's favorite treats to get at the parks. Cookies. Yes. Yeah. We're going to be talking about cookies I'm today. I'm telling you, you know how Ahab had the white whale? I have had the best cookie sandwich, ice cream sandwich. <laughs> and what was, what was the place called? Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. And they've never... It was... Chocolate chip cookie with, I swear to goodness, cookies and cream, ice cream in the middle. And I have never been able to have it. And when we had our vow renewal, I was like, I told them what they wanted and they just had old cookies. I mean, it was, they were good cookies, but it just was not, it, I, it wasn't the same. I'm chasing that first taste and I can never recreate it. Well, there's one that I found that's kind of close that you have to try on a future trip, but we'll get to that a little bit later. The first one that we're going to talk about in terms where we're going to look at Disney Springs and we're going to look at some of the parks. And if you've been paying attention to anything Disney food related, you probably know that Gideon's Bakehouse that opened at Disney Springs is the epitome of the best shock the best cookies that you can get on property. There's long waits for this is in, uh, well, we're in March, 2021. People are wanting those cookies. These cookies take 24 hours to create. They are, Chris, these cookies are a half pound. Wow. Yeah. So they take 24 hours to create. They're actually a company that's out of Orlando, and this is their a, a new location that they've opened at Disney Springs. And for any of you that haven't heard about Gideon's Bakehouse, they have a huge chocolate chip cookie, which Chris would definitely want to check out. Um, Some of their other ones, I think you would like this because you're a pistachio guy too, Chris. I love pistachios. This is a pistachio toffee chocolate chip cookie. I've heard rave reviews about that. They have a cookies and cream one. 
They have a triple chocolate. They have an exclusive flavor that's just for Disney Springs. And this one, I think, rotates because it says it's limited edition is a coffee cake cookie. And then they have a peanut butter crunch cookie. They have monthly offerings. I've read, too, that if you follow them on social media, they sometimes will announce special cookies that they have. They have a hot cookie hour that's in the evening, so you can go and get a treat. The virtual waits are very long to get be able to get in. So if you're planning, you really have to plan ahead for Gideon's. Another thing that they're really well known for, and I would personally like to try, this deviates from the cookies, but they have a peanut butter iced coffee. And I'm an iced coffee person, and the peanut butter sounds really, really good. So anyways, if you want to go get what I think what people would say is the top cookie right now on property, you'd want to go to Gideon's over at Disney Springs and they only have a six, they have a six cookie limit, so you can't just go buy a dozen. You can only buy six. But hopefully, with a half pound cookie, you'll you'll be able to survive on just six of those. Now, the next ones we're going to look at, we're going to move over to the parks, and the next cookie we're going to look at is one that's kind of my personal one of my personal favorites. And this is at Disney's Hollywood Studios, the Trolley Car Cafe. This is the Starbucks location, for those of you who are more familiar with that. Um, they have a cookie that I got years, used to get years ago at, I think it was the Writer's Nook, and a Writer's Stop Bakery. And then that went out of business and it was at another one that went out. And now it's found its home at the Trolley Car Cafe. And this is the Carrot Cake Cookie. Do you I think you've been with me when I've gotten the carrot cake cookie. You just probably don't remember. I do not remember. <laughs> but it's two pieces of carrot cake, and then it has, in the middle, it has like a cream cheese sort of filling. It's very, very good. So if you like carrot cake, and I don't like nuts in my carrot cake. I'm not allergic. I just don't like nuts in, in things. And the there's no nuts in it. So for any of you who have allergies or who are like me and just don't like walnuts in their carrot cake, you are in luck. This is really an awesome one. That sweet cream cheese center is just great. It's a real moist cookie as well. Now, when we move over to nearby Epcot, there's a couple of different places that you can get your cookie fix. And some of these, we're going to butcher the name. So we're going to just go with what we can, what we can do. So the first one is the patisserie in Epcot in the World Showcase in France. And I did not take French. Chris did not take French either. So we're not going to attempt the full name, but go to France, go to the patisserie. And there they have, now here's something, a lot of people rank I don't know that I agree with this, Chris. Do you consider a macaroon a cookie? I don't even know what that is. Those, the ones that are this shape and then they come in different flavors. It's kind of like a wafer more. Yes. <laughs> you think that's a cookie. So it's a French cookie. I mean, I guess if you're French, you would consider it a cookie. Um, but there they have some really cool flavors, especially if you're into fruity things. They have um, raspberry lime. They also have um, chocolate, which is my favorite, raspberry, pistachio, banana, a mixed berry, orange. And I've heard they're all delicious. I've not tried any. I've tried other things at the... I've tried other things at the bakery in France, but I have not tried this out. So that's something that you'll definitely want to check out. And they do have chocolate chip cookies, but I've heard they're pretty basic. So don't waste your time. If you go to France, get the macaroons. Okay, now, Chris, we're going to move over to the Germany Pavilion. And we've gotten some treats here before. And I'm going to turn this one over to you because you did take German in college. So I did. <laughs> um, so in the Germany Pavilion, there's the Caramel Kika, See, which no. means... 
Caramel Kitchen. Awesome. So we've eaten there quite a, well, we've gotten treats there quite yes, a few times. Yes, we have. So they are, of course, it's the caramel shop. And one of the things they're known for, besides they have caramel apples, caramel popcorn, brownies, they also have four different types of cookies. And I think, have you gotten a cookie there? Chris? I probably have. I think you have because some of these sounded familiar. They have a caramel filled chocolate cookie, a German chocolate cookie with pecans, a caramel apple oatmeal cookie with pecans, and then a caramel snickerdoodle cookie. And they're chewy and sugary and very delicious. Um, and if you're like us and you've tried any treats there, you will not be disappointed. So if you're in Epcot, you can go to France, you can get your macaroons, or you can go to Germany and get the different caramel flavored ones. So lots of different options in, in Epcot. Now we're going to move over to another park. We're going to go over to Animal Kingdom. And this is Zuri Sweets Shop. And they have a lot of um, cupcakes and cake pops and caramel apples and cookies. And their cookies do rotate a little bit of what, what they offer. But they typically have peanut butter. They have chocolate chip white chocolate chip and peanut butter chocolate. And here's where you can get jumbo Mickey shaped sugar cookies. I think one time when we're there, we're going to have to take, I think our daughter would enjoy the giant um, Mickey sugar cookies. And they have some chocolate chips cookies as well. And then they have a lot of cookies that are shaped like animals that are also quite tasty. So at Animal Kingdom, if you want to get your sweet fix, go to Zuri Sweet Shops. Besides cookies, they have a lot of other great treats there. And I know I've gotten some things there in the past. Now, when we move over to our last but not least park at Magic Kingdom, of course, this is kind of the, I think most people, when you think of sweets at Disney, would think of Main Street in the confectionery. What would you say, Chris? Oh, yes. Yeah, so that's kind of where you always think of where you can get your sugar fix. They have the cases where you can get things. They have every kind of packaged Disney treat that you can think of. And there they have giant Mickey-shaped cookies. They have ones that are chocolate chip. They have shortbread cookies, gingerbread cookies. They do seasonal ones. Um, One of the things that I've heard is really good, and I've not tried this where I like that. This sounds good, Chris. Raspberry white chocolate chip. Ooh, delicious. Yeah, that sounds really good. And then they have more traditional ones like oatmeal raisin and snickerdoodle. And the nice thing is if you're looking for a holiday cookie that might be decorated differently, you'll definitely want to check out Main Street Confectionery. And then they have a lot of those packaged even cookies that you can take home. Like I know I like to get the Mickey short, the Walker shortbread, or they have some of the other, um, I think that's Minnie's Bake Shop cookies that are packaged there that are great to bring home. So Main Street Confectionery is kind of your one-stop shop for lots of different cookies. Now, Chris, this goes back to what we were talking about at the very beginning about your phantom cookie. Now, unfortunately, this is one that's closed right now because of the pandemic, but ideally it'll be open again soon. The ice cream parlor on Main Street, the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor, not the restaurant, but just the ice cream parlor, is known to have a a, a cookie sandwich, just like you've been wanting and looking for again. And there you can get any of their hand-scooped ice creams between two freshly baked chocolate chip cookies. So you could pick whatever ice cream you wanted. So that's definitely something that Chris may want to 
may want to check out. And they even have a cookies and cream that you can get. That is wonderful. Yeah. So that tells you, hopefully, Chris, they'll open up very soon and you'll be able to check that out next time we are there on property. So of course, we've been telling all about some great cookies on property. I'm going to give you a preview of some of the cookie recipes that are in Ashley's book. Because when we talked to her, we looked uh, at some different recipes, but I want to really point out to you some of the specific cookie recipes that she has in her book. She has the recipe for the Mickey sugar cookies, which we've talked about at several of the locations. My personal favorite, the carrot cake cookie. She has that recipe in there. And then a little bit deviating from Disney World, but at the famous num num cookies for Jack Jack from um, at Disney's California Adventures. So Jack Jack's num num cookie, she has that recipe in there as well. And if you follow Disney food on social media, you've definitely saw that cookie if you haven't gotten a chance to taste it. So those are some of the cookies you can check out in Ashley's cookbook. And now we're going to get up our interview with Ashley so you can hear even more about all the great offerings that she has in her cookbook. We would like to welcome Ashley to the show today. Ashley is the author of the unofficial Disney Parks Cookbook, and she has some other books coming out soon we're excited to hear about. She's an author, wife, and mother of three, and we would like to welcome Ashley to the show today. Hi, thanks for having me. Now, of course, we always like to start out with an icebreaker because we want to hear what you enjoy at the parks, and we change these around. And right now, we want to find out, especially because you have written the Disney cookbook, what is your favorite meal to get at Walt Disney World? You know, it always changes for me, of course, sure. <laughs> um, and I especially like to try new things every time I go, but... Uh, my last trip to Animal Kingdom, I ate at Satuli's Canteen Ooh, yes. in Pandora. And those protein bowls, I just think, are so good. They're really filling, and they're not, like, too much. Like, sure. Uh, you know, yeah, it's not sugary. or Like, I, I, I like a good treat, obviously. But right. it's, like, just really good, a really good just base food that um, – gets you going for the day. So I, I love those bowls. I think they're great. Well, and it's nice because it's not that traditional theme park food that you think of when you go to yeah. quick service, which is really nice for sure. Right. It's so fresh. Yeah. We agree. We I love the some of the offerings they have there too. It is nice to have some different things compared to pizza and chicken fingers. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Now, of course, we would like to hear all about your book, and if you could tell us if you have any other books coming out as well. Uh, for sure, yeah. So the the book that I wrote is the unofficial Disney Parks Cookbook, and it's 100 Disney-inspired recipes from both Disneyland and Disney World. And this book is basically just snacks and treats. Okay. Um, I wish it kind of said that in the title, but it doesn't really. But th this is like hand food that you would you would hold and, and walk around with mostly, um, small dishes sort of thing. And uh, it, it, it was so fun to make, and I have always been such a huge Disney fan. So I loved writing this book and bringing these treats into people's homes and being able to create them at home. Um, both for people who have been to the parks and want to recreate those memories and people who haven't been yet and want to experience that for themselves. Oh, for sure. Um, so it's, it's been, it's been really fun to see that kind of unfold in people's kitchens. And I do have, um, another book that is currently on pre-order. Okay. And, um, it's called the unofficial Disney parks drink recipe book. Ooh. 
and it is um, drinks uh, of all types that are across not just the parks, but also the resort and entertainment oh, districts as well. And uh, it's 130 recipes. Okay. <laughs> and uh, it has it has like slushes, milkshakes, floats, mocktails, cocktails, oh, wow. coffees, teas. I mean, any any drink you can think of on property, it's it's got it. So it's going to be really fun, and it's super accessible for people to make Disney recipes at home because drinks are just so so easy. You don't need any special skills to oh, right. Make a drink. <laughs> you can throw something together with one of those great recipes. Awesome. Exactly. What was your inspiration to become an author? Um, so I started I started blogging uh, back in 2017, and I kind of wasn't sure what my direction was. I I've always been a huge Disney Disney Parks fan, so I I knew that I wanted my blog to have some stuff about Disney Parks. So I I did some like attraction spotlights and I did some like travel guide stuff and then I did copycat recipes and the copycat recipes were were everybody's favorite like that was those were the (laughs) ones that I got the most like great feedback from so I kind of just honed in on that and was like okay well I'm gonna mostly do this okay and then I decided to take it one step further and see if I could, could get it could get it traditionally published wow now, with that, of course, we we're talking about the book that you've already had published and then the new one coming out. How do you think that your books can add Disney magic to our listeners and your readers' lives? Um, I, I certainly think it can and um, <laughs> has for a lot of people's homes. Um, it's it's great because, uh, as I had mentioned, it's it's wonderful to be able to bring the Disney magic home with you. Right. Uh, I I really believe that food is tied to experiences. Yeah. That when we um, have food, no matter what it is, it really takes us on a journey to memories. It takes us um, mm. on a journey to things that we've done and things that we want to do. So I, I know that um, this book it really brings that Disney magic to have those smells in your home, yes. <laughs> to have those flavors in your home. My kids love it. They love when I make the food and uh, it's, it is magical. It's really magical. Now, what is your, what is your family's favorite recipe out of the book? They like a lot of them, of course. <laughs> sure. um, my kids, my kids will probably tell you the gray stuff. It's seriously oh, so simple, yes. just like the plain gray stuff. But they just are head over heels over it. Um, I bought the ingredients for it this week just so I could make it for them as a as a special surprise. So, oh, um, nice. They they really they ask for it constantly. Well, and I think you make a good point about bringing that magic into your home. I know I actually had gotten your book for Christmas. I asked Chris for it for Christmas, and it was because we haven't been able to go to the parks in a while, and our trips are always so much about food, like any of our trips, but especially our Disney trips are about food. So we wanted to be able to experience some of that at home. And like you mentioned, this is mostly snacks, but we all take our time snacking through the parks <laughs> and this is a great way to make those small things. Like you mentioned, it's just a special treat or something to go along with what you're having for a meal or as a dessert. And that's the thing that is really nice and what we love about the recipe book. Now, if you were to, if somebody was just buying your book for the first time, um, what is a good starter one in here? Like if they were just tackling one of the recipes out of here, what would you suggest that somebody start with? 
that's a good question. I I think that so many of them are accessible. In fact, I think very few of them are are even difficult. Right. I I I personally am a home cook. I don't have uh, any training besides just work that I've done in my own kitchen for my okay. own family. And so I I think that that instead of taking away credibility for me lends itself to more credibility just because then if I can do it, you can do it. Like sure. that's, that's yes, how I feel exactly. like I, right. I, I don't have I don't have any special skills that you don't have. So I feel like I feel like all these recipes are fairly simple. Um I'm just like flipping through the pages right now. <laughs> Uh, so like the croissant donuts, those are literally just biscuits that oh, you cut nice. the middle out of and then deep fry and they taste exactly the same as oh, croissants. Wow. So they're, they're so good and so easy. And if you've had those at Disney, it's an immediate, you know, Disney, <laughs> Disney, uh, moment for you. Yeah, Dole Whip you is really easy to make if you have an ice cream machine. So, yeah, I think I think uh, so many of them are, are accessible to start out. Just look, flip through the pages yourself if you've got the book and and uh, choose what looks good to you. And I'm sure you can tackle it. And so with that, how did you deconstruct some of these recipes? Like, what was your method? Mostly I took whatever it was down to its most basic form. Okay. And then built it back up from there. So... Um, if I'm trying to make uh, the cinnamon rolls or something like that, I know the cinnamon roll is going to be big, so I want to use like a lot of I want to use a lot of ingredients. Sure. Um, I, I want to like get a, a basic cinnamon roll recipe and then add or subtract whatever it needs to become the Gaston's Tavern cinnamon roll, right. and uh, just keep working with it until it until it tastes and looks does in the park now what was the most difficult recipe to deconstruct that you did in the cookbook um i think the one that took the most time and was most difficult was the um blueberry cream cheese mousse oh, yeah. thing from satuli's canteen just because they have like five different elements to them oh, okay so it's it's a lot of different items to break down and you have to make them each separately and then just like pile them on top of each other. Okay. And, uh, so that was a little intimidating to start, but I think the recipe turned out really good. And I've seen some people already send me pictures of it that they made at home and they all, all look so good. So I'm really proud of it. Awesome. Now, if we, to kind of give a preview of the drinks book that's coming out, what is your favorite drink that is in that book in the new book? Man, uh, I I have already made so many times the Who Done It Punch, which is uh, sold at the Abracadabra Bar. Oh, okay. And it's like a it's a non alcoholic drink, and it has um, it's like fruit different fruit flavors like pineapple mm. and coconut, and then um, you mix those together and put it on the bottom, and then you pour a little cranberry juice on top, and so it makes it. it For sure, for sure. Now, when is that book expected to come out? I know you said you're doing the pre-orders. Yes, it, it has a, a current release date of October 5th. I'm I'm hoping it could get moved up. I don't know if it will or not. My The last book got moved up a month. So um, if I, I encourage any of your listeners, if they are interested in getting the book, to pre-order it in case it does come out early. Okay. Also, 
the first book did sell out the first day it released. Yes. So if you are hoping for the drinks book, get that pre-order in because that will determine the print run. Uh, so that, yeah, if, if, you, if you think you'll want it, then do it now, right? <laughs> yeah. And so again, you hit on a piece about the pre-order. Where can people go to pre-order this next book? Um, it, it'll be, it, right now it's on Amazon. Um, it's probably the most success, success, accessible. Sure. Um, but you can order it from simonandschuster.com. Just search my name, Ashley Craft, and my both my books will come up and that will show any anybody that's selling it, they have a link for it from there. So that's kind of a good jumping off point. Perfect. And if now if somebody missed out on getting the unofficial Disney Parks cookbook, the first one, are they still able to get that one now too? Absolutely. Um, in fact, Amazon has had it in stock now for a while, so that's a great place oh, to get great. it. But um, they do have it actually in store at your local Walmart and Target stores. So wow. I do encourage you if you're out and about Walmart or Target to pick it up there. It is on, on shelves. It should be on shelves at almost all uh, Walmarts and Targets in uh, the U.S. Perfect. And if we wanted to, where could our listeners find like you, like on Instagram or where would they look for you? Yeah, the best place to connect with me is on Instagram. My handle is at ashley.crafted. Um, I also have a blog. Uh, I'm not as active on the blog as I should be, but if you want to look at any of my old posts or if I have any recent announcements, the blog is ashleycrafted.com. Um, so you can look me up on both those places. I usually respond uh, to to messages and comments really quickly. And so with that, like, let's say you know we encourage our listeners to go buy the book immediately. But if what is a recipe that is an easy intro into cooking for Disney, and what's one that requires some skill? Um, well, like I had mentioned, I feel like there's a lot of I feel like there's a lot of easy ones. Like I would start with Dole Whip if you have an ice cream maker. Okay, um, it's it's really just like a simple syrup and pineapple juice and a little bit of lime juice Okay. and then mix together and put it in an ice cream machine. So it's super, super simple. Um, you can do the Dole Whip slow. You can, you can make right. it into different things if you want. <laughs> um, I do think that the cream cheese mousse, um, blueberry cream cheese mousse is, is a little bit more complex as well as there's a couple recipes that have um, custard cream in them like the strawberry tart from okay. France. Oh, yes. And uh, so if you're not comfortable working with custards, then that might be a little more challenging. But just follow the instructions, and I think I think you'll do well. Well, this was great, especially for me, now that because I've had the cookbook, and now I know what recipes to start with, <laughs> for sure. But thank you so much for joining us today, Ashley. We appreciate you taking time to share about both of your books, and we will make sure to share links in the show notes for people to find you and of course promote when your new book comes out as well later this year well thank you so much for having me again thank you to ashley for joining us today don't forget to pre-order her next book the unofficial disney parks drink recipe book coming out this fall it's available at amazon target and barnes and noble i know i bought the copy of the her cookbook from amazon i got it for vanessa for christmas so again check those out make a pre-order Support a Disney author and inject, you know, and create some Disney magic at home. 
Correct. Yes. So we are looking forward to seeing that new cookbook later this year with the drink recipes. I know I will be asking for that again as a guest. I'll be happy to get it for you. (laughs) Now, of course, we are going to end with our two-minute trivia and our wisdom from Walt quote. So, Chris, you are up with trivia. Okay. You know, we named a number of cookies and, you know, trivia about Disney cookies is a little tough to come by. Sure. But... My friends over at allears.net, they put together a list of eight cookies you must try. I'm going to name you the cookie, and you tell me where you'd get it. And you've mentioned a couple of them today for preparation of the show, so you'll get a couple right. Where would you get the double chocolate chunk cookie? Uh, Maybe Gideon's? Magic Kingdom. Oh, well, probably, yes. At the Main Street Bakery. Oh, nice. How about the carrot cake cookie? The trolley stop. You are exactly correct in Hollywood Studios. Yes. The lunchbox tart. Oh, at Woody's lunchbox in Toy Story. You are correct. Zebra domes. Um, those are at Animal Kingdom, or no, at Animal Kingdom Lodge, I think. <laughs> Don't get in front of this uh, a cookie and this woman. Wow, she is <laughs> knocking them out. Um, sweets are my thing. Jack Jack's num num cookies. Oh, Disney's California Adventure. Or Hollywood Studios. Oh, they have them at Hollywood Hollywood Studios. Studios, Nice. I'll have to get it. Pecan shortbread cookies. This one's a little tougher. Uh, I would say maybe somewhere at Epcot, but I can't think of where. This is more of a, I'll give you a hint. It's not a park. Oh, somewhere. Oh, wait. Pecan, maybe somewhere at Disney Springs? One more guess. I'll say this. We've been there many, many times. We were actually there when we were, we actually were spending a lot of time here in March 2020. Grand Floridian? Boardwalk. Boardwalk Bakery. bakery. Yes. Ah, yeah. We went to that bakery too. Yes, we did. <laughs> That's a good Dark bakery. chocolate chip cookies. Dark chocolate chip cookies. Maybe Ghirardelli? You're exactly correct. I would say that sounds like a Ghirardelli thing. Simply spiced butter cookies. And I'll give you a hint. This is at a resort. This is tough. Animal Kingdom Lodge? It has animals in the name. Isn't that Animal Kingdom Lodge? <laughs> no, no. It has names of animals in the the name of this facility. Uh, I don't know. Walt Disney World, Swan and Dolphin Oh, I was th- Yeah, I was only thinking Disney ones. Okay. That is it. So again, thank you very much for our friends at AltEars.net for putting together this wonderful piece of eight cookies that you should try the next time you go to Disney. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Chris, for that. And hopefully this gave you some all some great ideas of some cookies to try on your next trips to Disney. And I thought this was a good quote to end with for today. Just talking about Ashley and how she was able to make her um, dreams come true where she wrote her cookbooks. And so I thought this was a great thing. Every child is born blessed with a vivid imagination. But just as a muscle grows flabby with disuse, so the bright imagination of a child pales in later years if he ceases to exercise it. So hopefully all of you get to find your passion and are able to exercise that imagination, so to speak, in whatever you're pursuing in life. And thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Diz Love Podcast with Vanessa and Chris. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Chris. This podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings, and it is intended for entertainment purposes only.